Weekly Loss Podcast, episode 78. We can't transmit because something else is already transmitting. Somewhere close, the signal's strong. Train, how would what kind even... of transmission is it? could be a cell phone, maybe a radio signal. Can we listen to it? Let me get the frequency first. Hold on. Welcome to the weekly Lost Edition of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. Now, here are your hosts, Stephanie and Cliff. Hello, everybody. This is actually just Cliff Ravenscraft coming to you with episode 78 of the Weekly Lost Podcast. This is actually part two of a live show recorded on Friday night, February 16th. Episode 77 is the first part of this. This is, of course, episode 78. And we are going to just basically pick up right where we left off in the other show. Uh, We were just getting ready to move into character analysis. There will be some lost in the news, some lost in the news that you do not want to miss. Uh, CrankyFanatic.com or CrankyFanatic.com, big O, as he's known in the lost community, has a podcast. And he is going to announce something in the lost in the news segment that you do not want to miss. It's the true, real deal, and I'm extremely excited for him, and that's coming up later in the remaining portion of this live show. So sit back and enjoy. Lost Character Analysis All right, Stephanie, Desmond and Penny are now my favorite relationship on the show at this point. Why? Why? Yeah, I mean, that's a... That's a what? That's a realistic question. Oh, okay. I, I I I really enjoy the the down and out guy that doesn't have all the worldly success to offer a woman, but yet a woman who is used to living that lifestyle, being totally and madly in love with a great man. A and what man? I think she said great. Is it good? Okay, we'll go to the chat room. Anybody, uh, good or great? Type it in now, and we get. Let's see here. We get good, good, good. It's great. Uh, Penny is great, good. Okay, so it's about fifty. Okay, everybody's saying good. The majority are saying good. I can pull up ABC.com right now. Well, it's sh- it's one versus a hundred because she says I love you. He says why. And she says because you're a good man. Okay, well I'll tell you what. I let's let's uh we pulled the mob. Now let's see who was correct. And what was that? I can't do this. You can't do what? Us. This. This relationship. What are you talking about? How can I? I, I can't look after you. I, I haven't got a job. I don't have any. I can't even afford five quid for a bloody photograph. You deserve someone better. I know what I deserve. I chose to be with you. I love you. Love's not enough. Being a good man is not enough. What's this about, Des? Where's this coming from? It's. All happening too soon. You moving in, you painting rooms, you're changing things. You know, I, I don't even like red. Why would you leave your flat, your expensive flat? Don't do that. Don't you pretend you don't care. And don't you dare rewrite history. I left my expensive flat because you were too proud to live there, remember? 
If you want me to go, if you want me to leave, then don't make this about what I do or don't deserve. And have the decency to admit that you're doing this because you're a coward. I'm sorry, Ben, but this... We're not supposed to be together. Okay, so that wasn't the good. Let's see if it's in this one real quick. I want a job. I want him to respect me. I respect you, he shall. But if for some reason he's too daft to see how brilliant you are, it's not the end of the world. What did you say? No. Okay. I don't have the clip, so... He said um, being a good man is not enough. Did you not hear okay. him say that? Okay. I'm, I'm... And she said that she loved him because he was a good man. Okay. I but totally... she's, I think she's got to love something more about him than just being a good man to make a relationship work. Yeah, uh, but I, you know, I'm just, I'm just in, I'm just drawn into their relationship. Okay. I, there, there are two people I think that seemingly are meant for one another. The, the fact that, that, you know, in spite of the fact that her father kept all those letters, she was still madly in love with him and searched him out. She's still searching him out, isn't she? Well, that's what we believe happened at the end of season two. And that's what I'm saying I totally love about the relationship. Their love is not superficial. Uh, their love is a choice. I, I mean, there there are all kinds of things about their relationship. And even the fact that that seemingly they have not been together for so long, there is still that strong I've never given up on this relationship kind of love. And I know that this scene just tore Desmond apart, but he thought he was doing it to save her life. Yeah, yeah but if, if you're going to relate the... If you're going to relate Desmond ending up on the island to predestination... Because because the the lady the jeweler lady tells him that turning the key is the only great thing he'll ever do, which is where I think you're getting great from. Um, ah, that you're right. That's it. Even if he would have decided to stay with, in in my opinion, even if he decided to stay with Penny, he still would have ended up on the island. Well, that and that's what David Hume would say in his philosophy. Okay. That even if he chose a different event for that one, it does that not, would not affect, right. It would not necessarily affect the chain of events that follow. Okay, but um, and that's why I think that because we saw the picture of them on the nightstand, that he did stay with her. No, the picture's taken right before they break up. But he went back again, and changed it. You, so and you he think stayed that, with her. So you think, in my theory, that he's stuck in a loop that one time he stayed with her. Very much, yes. Okay. And yet he still ended up on the li- island somehow 
for some other reason than what we originally knew. No, no, he probably still raced around the world. But for a different reason. To impress her dad. Exactly. Yes, there you go. You're right. You know, he... When he went to when he went to her father's office, which I really want to know who that actor is because I recognize him from somewhere, and I can't place it. If anybody knows who's who the actor was, I, please forgive my voice. I am I really should have bailed out of tonight, but for some reason I didn't. Um, where was it going? Okay, so her dad tells Desmond, you know, this great story about this man and this and this. Was it whiskey that he had or scotch? I think scotch or something. Anyway, and you know, you are not, you are not worthy enough to drink my scotch. Why would you think that you're worthy enough to marry my daughter? So even if one time he decided to stay with Penny and to marry Penny, he's still going to have the need to prove himself to her dad. Or the desire to. Or the desire to. Yeah. I, I, I would agree with that. So he would still race around the world. He would still have Libby's husband's boat. And he would still end up on the island. Exactly. Let's let, and, 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 and then, in this circumstance... That and then Penny would be looking for Penny him. Penny would be looking for him. And, he, and she would have the picture instead of Desmond. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, wait. Okay, big O D- character analysis, my friend. What do you got? <laughs> well, I'm still sticking to the no time travel theory, but here's the theory for you. What if um, Desmond went back in time and broke her heart, and then Penny finds out later that Widmore and then by extension Dharma was behind that, and so now she's on the quest to track him down? That's a good theory. I, I that That is another completely viable theory. Let me ask you, Big O, though, what do you think about this relationship between Desmond and Penny? What, do you think that they're a couple match made in heaven, they're supposed to be together? What do you, what do you feel about that? Oh, I, I love it, personally. It's, it's one of the few relationships on the island, well, even though it's not on the island, but you know what I mean, that that isn't beaten to death, you know. I'm, I'm kind of really sick of Charlie and his, you know, hyper-jealous act that he's been doing all this time and i'm really sick of of uh, sawyer and kate and, yeah, and who this isn't? one's actually fresh enough that i still care about it you know so it's good from that standpoint but i'm 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 hoping that that what i said for whatever reason i hope i hope it's true that penny is searching for them and, and eventually that'll play into the end game of the show and that they'll be re- reunited that kind of thing that would do that well would... and so wouldn't this um clifford wouldn't this whole david hume theory fall also fall into line in there if Desmond and Penny are meant to be together that they will end up together I well if I mean sort of you know it very much could be and I and I would like to see him actually go back and uh, Desmond finally convince himself not to turn the failsafe key to convince John Locke to push the button earlier before he crashes the computer to the ground I, and and again, this is the whole cyber. This is the whole uh, science fiction thing. But uh, I, I totally enjoy that. We're gonna take a call from uh, Tony, see what he has to say, and then I want to talk about some other relationship stuff or character analysis. Uh, go ahead, uh, Tony. You're on. 
just two two points uh, on Stephanie's theory about being caught in an endless loop. If indeed there is time travel going on, uh, one thing that I caught was when Desmond was walking past the army poster. He kind of rubbed his forehead like he had some sort of wound or injury or something. So there might be something to that. And then on the uh, the relationship, um, I really like the couple and uh, how their relationship is being portrayed. Um, just the thought they could be the Adam and Eve that we've been looking for. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Thank you very much, Tony. Uh, what do you think about that, Stephanie? Do you think that they could be the Adam and Eve? Desmond and Penny? I, I don't know. Is that what you're saying, Tony? Uh, let, let's bring Tony back on. Are you talking about Desmond and Penny being Adam and Eve? Yes, uh, maybe somewhere in the future she's going to end up on the island and there's going to be another incident which will transport them back in time if there is time travel going on and they get stuck there and that's going to be how the producers have said uh, it'll be a good ending to the series but it'll also be uh, a tragedy. Oh, I really, I really like that, stuff. That's really good. I I can... Uh, That would be an end that would be a very... If Desmond and Penelope end up together... For you know, and 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 they they, yeah, I I could totally go for that. Okay. This this is my relationship of choice. Is it? Yep. This is okay. my out of all the relationships on 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 Lost. This is Desmond and Penelope. This whole thing, I, I'm totally into it. Okay. I, I I tell you what, we have one more thing for character analysis that I have planned for discussion here. My 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 favorite was Shannon and Saeed, and I can see how kind of their relationship it had had they developed a relationship off of the island would mirror the relationship that of Penny and Desmond because she was the rich girl who fell in love with the you know yeah see what I'm saying? Did you see where I'm going? With she that? was the rich girl. Shannon. Shannon got left out of her money. Remember. Boone was she cool. was raised that way. Whether she had money oh, at the time or okay. not, she. Okay, I got what you're. I got. I got what you're coming. She was brought up with yep. with that life, and you following me? Mm-hmm. And Boone still Boone bankrolled her. I mean, she wasn't. She wasn't without. Right. Okay. I okay. I see. And that. when she and when he wouldn't give her money, she tricked him into giving her money. I mean, she had her money. It. I I don't know. Anyway. Um, I I wasn't a big Shannon and Saeed relationship fan. I know you weren't. I wasn't. There's just, I mean, I I thought it was cool, but it was just as cool as Jack and and Kate's kind of cool. I mean, which I still... No, I I would disagree with you because I think that Shannon and Saeed fell in love. Okay. (coughs) And I think think Jack and Kate have fallen in love. Yeah, but she won't admit it, so it doesn't count. Okay, good enough. Alrighty, and uh, one bit, last bit of um, da, 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 character analysis. Okay. Charlie. When I turned that key, my life flashed before my eyes. Which is not the title of the episode. And then I was back in the jungle. Still on this bloody island. But those flashes, Charlie. Those flashes, they didn't stop. So, you tell me you saw a flash 
of Claire drowning this morning. That's how you knew how to save her. I wasn't saving Claire, Charlie. I was saving you. This morning, you dove in after Claire. You tried to save her, but... Drowned. What are you talking about? I didn't drown. When I saw the lightning hit the roof, you were electrocuted. And when you heard Claire was in the water, you. you drowned trying to save her. I dove in myself so you never went in. I've, I've tried, brother. I've tried twice to save you, but. The universe has a way of course correcting, and, and I can't stop it forever. I'm sorry. I'm sorry because no matter what I try to do, you're gonna die, Charlie. Oh my gosh. Yeah. What a way to end this episode. What a stinky way to end this episode. You can't you cannot turn you cannot turn me into Charlie Fan and then just kill him. It's just not right. Well, here's here's the situation. Um I believe that they wouldn't give us this much of a spoiler that Charlie's going to die. That he's the next yeah, to die. I, no, I, I so don't I think, think the fact that th- that this is being well, played out just said, says that he's not going to die. That Desmond's going to continue to save him until he. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, no. Go okay, ahead. Okay. Until he's can until he finally convinces himself that he can change. That while the the whole nature course corrects, there's eventually got to be something he can change to change that one event. Right. And and I believe that Mrs. Hawking. Is somebody who stepped in, who who is also somebody who lives a non-linear life, that works on behalf of Hanso or or whatever organization from Dharma. She is also a non-linear person who went back to try to convince Desmond that there is nothing he can do except but go to that island and do that to to, to turn that key. And so he he's been convinced that he can't change anything. But my thing is that it'll eventually work out that he's like, listen, I, and he even says to her, I can choose. I do have free will. And and he had kind of given up that. Right. But he's eventually, I think, going to overcome Mrs. Hawking's, uh, you know, brainwashing him right. to think that he can't. Okay. So. So I, I have two questions really quick. Um, one doesn't pertain to what you said at all. Well, neither of them do, but I'm going to ask them anyway. Okay. First off, is it Hanso or Hanso? I, I think it's uh, whatever you want to say. Because every time you say Hanso, I still want to correct you and say it's Hanso. Elvar Hanso. I, I think it's probably Hanso. Okay, so maybe you should change ex- it because it's driving me crazy. I apologize. And the second question Please is... Please forgive me. Is Robert still... No, Robert so, Robert dropped out. Did he drop out? Because I really, I think he's the only one who could answer this for me. The whole uh, course correcting, um, the universe has a way of course correcting things. Um, reminds me of a movie that he had suggested that we watch, which I don't 
<laughs> I love Robert. I really do. He's been a good friend to us, but um, I don't take his movie suggestions <laughs> anymore. I did once, and it was bad. And um, But I think Final Destination um, is a movie that kind of goes along that whole course correcting. You know, if you're meant to die, the, the, you're going to die even if you cheated one or two times. Yeah, and, and some other people are throwing out there, like, uh, a movie called Somewhere in Time, George, uh, Jeff Gentry, yeah. Somewhere in Time, and stuff like that. But Big, Big O wants to chime in. Let's, okay, let's see. I'm going to leave you and Big O to chat, and I will be right back. Okay. Go ahead, Big O. Yeah, um, so I have a question. We know from season one that Charlie doesn't swim. So if Charlie was the one um, to go in after Claire, then both of them shouldn't should have died. So doesn't that mean that Claire is also destined to die if Charlie is? That is a good question. And um, I don't know the answer to that. So, you know, he could end up um, saving Charlie but not saving Claire. And that could be the twist, you know, that Claire ends up getting killed off but Charlie doesn't. Well, maybe maybe Charlie goes out to save Claire and is able to at least get Claire uh, to to where she can she can um you know regain her composure or whatever because she says listen i'm a great swimmer and so she she's able to swim back to shore and in fact she would actually in turn in the alternate sequence of events she in turn would have pulled charlie out of the water that's the only explanation i could give but they they definitely didn't even indicate As a matter of fact they dis- cuz the entire indication up to this point had been you know, that that Claire's the one who's supposed to die. We thought the lightning was supposed to hit Claire. We saw the previews. They made us think that, that Claire's the one who was supposed to drown. And then they, they make it clear that it's not Claire. And in fact, Desmond almost, I mean, he doesn't really state it with the exact words, but he's almost like, no, it's not Claire. It's you, Charlie. You're the one right. who's supposed to die. So I, I think that they're really clearly trying to indicate that, you know, we tried to we tried to lead you in a direction of thinking it's Claire, but it's in fact Charlie. Kind of like we're trying to lead you in the direction to think that it's time travel, but it's really not. Yeah, I, you can keep trying that one there for for yourself, there, Big O. And, and like I said, I'm totally cool that other people have other theories, and and that's fine, and 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 I'm good with that. But uh, what I'm going to do now is, oh, Rachel Zisi Lisi has something she wants to add. Rachel, go ahead. Okay, I just had one thing that I noticed today when I was rewatching it that Claire, who said that she was going for a swim, was fully clothed. Yeah. Which, I mean, What's Grace, up with she probably, that? She probably wouldn't have a bathing suit, but why, why would you go on your khaki pants? I mean, you'd find something. I never thought of that. What? Unless they just... Yeah, we're all focusing on the fact she might die. Yeah. Anyway, well, let's see here. Uh, Mark, Remarkable Mark is saying that she went for a walk. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't know. That, that, that is definitely a she good said question. She went for a walk. She said she went for a walk, but then when she was talking to Desmond, she said that she goes for a swim every day, and that the undertow must have gotten her. Yeah, that it. it, it absolutely. So that to me implies she's swimming. Exactly, and, and she's swimming with her pants on, which seems to be kind of odd, unless she's extremely modest. <laughs> and, and did you, did anybody notice that when she came out of the water, 
uh, and she goes up to say thank you to Desmond that she has her perfect makeup on again. But <laughs> <laughs> she got she got all dolled it's up. It's waterproof. To, exactly, it's waterproof. That's exactly right. So she got it all fixed up to go say thank you to uh, Desmond. Now I'll tell you what I'm going to do is I'm going to go into Lost in the News. Now this is running pretty late here, uh, and so this is actually already part two of our, our of our weekly Lost podcast this week. There was so much that had to go into this episode, and I'll probably release part one, uh, which was the first half of this episode on. Uh, well, basically it'll be available tomorrow, and I'll probably re- release part two on Monday morning. And so I will uh, look look for that. But we're going to continue. We do have some Lost in the News. Lost in the News. Okay, so last week there was a listener by the name of G. Nelson Ray who sent us a story about uh, something where he says, I wish we could all just go to Lost University. And I'll put a link to this out in the show notes. Uh, but it's a USA Today uh, dot com article and it says here that two guys managed to persuade the powers that be at Tufts University that they should teach a 13-week seminar about Lost. The class is now underway and they say it's going well. In fact, they th- they thought they were pretty hardcore fans of the show until they met the students. Stephanie's back so I'm going to bring bring her audio back up here. Uh, the course here's the course description. When the plane crashed on more than 18.5 million American television screens in September 2004, a new television show had taken up the mantle of cult hit. Lost, seemingly a mix of Survivor and The X-Files, was an instant paradox, a mainstream media blockbuster that defied categorization and appealed to some of the most fringe elements of human nature. In three short years, the show has spawned an empire of entertainment, marketing, and community that eclipses the show itself. Its producers have pushed Lost to the bleeding edge of new media. Online communities take pride in dissecting each episode. That's just ridiculous. Who would do that? Anyway, from from literary references to philosophical illusion... The show's format has inspired dozens of copycats on networks desperate to adapt a newly demanding to a newly demanding audience. This course in let's see here. This course is an interdisciplinary endeavor to the heart of of the phenomenon. We will examine the economic circumstances that led to the development of the show, the societal context in that that it evolves in and the possible effects of the show on technology and the future of media. Here are the prerequisites for this college course for which you can get credit. The prerequisites. We're going to assume that the students have a working knowledge of the show. Students by no means need to be fanatics. Sorry, Big O. Uh, Beyond that, an enthusiasm to follow and dissect the show from many different points of view is crucial. In the story, you can see that. I'm sorry. In this story uh, that's posted on the on the website, uh, you can actually see an entire list of all their assignments through the syllabus. It's pretty wild stuff. 
And it, it even got mentioned in the official Lost podcast when they said, "Okay, the fact that someone is getting college credit for listening to this is it, is it not the ever. end of days? Are the four <laughs> horsemen not pounding down on us right now? How can this possibly be occurring? I think these guys deserve full tenure at any university in America. Okay, first of all, I, I think it's totally awesome that that a college is giving course credit, and and I think it I think it's warranted." I really do because I believe that there are a lot of economical consequences and impact, cultural impact, uh, just so many, so much impact on the world from this one television show, and and even I think you know obviously even for ministries to get involved in and to study some of the things that are here and talk about some of these things, it it just inspires so much thought. And creativity is spawned from this that I, I really believe that that it just makes sense to do a college course. Uh, let's see here. Now, one of the things that I'll say about ABC Lost, our ABC official podcasts, they need to do something over there with their podcast. I mean, listen, listen to the audio quality of this. Okay. The fact that someone is getting college credit for listening to this is it, is it not the end? I mean, that is sixty-four kilobits per second of audio. I mean, they sound when they're talking. It just drives me nuts. And then Stephanie's listening to the Grey's Anatomy podcast. And, you know, the one person talks and they're over here and just drives me nuts. And then the other person's all the way over here. And it's just ridiculous. And they and they sit there and say, oh, we got new equipment. But it's been going on for three weeks, people. Get your stuff together. I mean, okay, I'm sorry. I'm just ranting about their podcast. But anyway, they had something interesting they had something interesting. Do you remember there are some individuals with whom are on the island that were introduced that we totally hate and despise? When were you planning on telling us this, Hurley? Anyway, listen to this. It appears that everyone and their mother hates Paulo and Nikki. Listen up. Yes, it would be great to be an extra on Lost. Or, or to be someone running around in the background. But as our friends Nikki and Paolo have already proven to us, no, you better prepare yourself for a lot of criticism. completely hated by everybody <laughs> and their mother. Okay. And so... It, they... I disagree with that. Go ahead. Disagree with it. What do you want to say? Well, I think we already said that they could be likable characters if the writers would write them something worth liking. Exactly. So it's not necessarily Paolo and Nikki's fault. That everybody and their mother hates them. That's true, and, and they even they even said that. Listen, you know they're gonna have an integral role coming up. Blah blah blah, and did all that jazz, and they agree with you. But anyway, listen to this. They are they are even taking listener comments from the official Lost podcast. They're actually reading off how they might possibly kill Paulo and and how to do that. So here, check this out. If you're too busy trying to decide, just write Paulo's death and make it a quick one. That way you'll have plenty of time to get back into the office for our podcast. In fact, we don't even need to see how he dies. Just let us know he did die. Here's an example of dialogue. Feel free to use it word for word. So you might want to take okay. out your pen. All right, got my pen. Hold Locke. on. Right yeah. Locke yeah. says, is everyone who's going with us to get Jack, Kate, and Sawyer ready? Hurley, Charlie, Desmond, Saeed, and Nikki all nod their heads. Then Hurley says, hey, Nikki, where's your boyfriend? Nikki goes, who? And Charlie says, Paco or Pablo or whatever his name is. Nikki says, oh, he died yesterday. Let's go. Awesome. There, I already wrote it for you. Now get podcasting. Awesome. That is fantastic. <laughs> that is so awesome. I totally love that. 
And uh, Fred from Long Island wants to weigh in on something. Fred, you got something to say about the the official podcast? Uh, well, yeah. First of all, I was laughing my head off that because I was just listening to that uh, last night or the night before, actually. Um, but the thing I wanted to say about Paolo and Nikki, and I, I said this on the forum, um, I think we all got kind of burned by the decision to reshuffle the episode because they had a really big buildup about having these two, you know, major stars. Or at least I know that that uh, Rodrigo is. I don't know about you know uh, the other one, Kylie Sanchez. But um, because of the shuffle, I think we got burned, and as a result, I think the actors got burned, and they, it kind of stole their thunder. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you, and 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 I believe that they are going to come back, and they're going to do some amazing things with Apollo Bar and Nike. And and as soon as they actually write that episode and change my mind and the way that I feel about them, I will stop calling them those names. Now, uh, and we got a we got one other news item I want to share, and then we have probably the most exciting uh, lost fan news that you could possibly imagine uh, in just a moment here, and I'll tell you about that in a second. But first of all, have you heard that two of our stars on the show? Are supposedly going to be getting married this summer, and didn't we report this last summer? Uh, they were engaged. Okay, but a date had not been set. Okay. Okay, so here you go. Evangeline Evangeline Lilly and Dominic Monahan are getting married this summer. It has been claimed the Lost Stars are planning to tie the knot when the cult TV series breaks from filming in July. A source told America's Star Magazine they're planning to get married during the show's summer hiatus in Hawaii. Uh, it will be a beautiful but low-key <coughs> wedding, Lord of the Rings star Dominic, age 30, had said. Uh, 27-year-old Evangeline Lilly refuses to publicly speak about the relationship. They have been together for two years since meeting on the set of Lost. This is the part that... Go ahead. Uh, this sentence is the part that... Is wrong. Go ahead. It says British actor Dominic was reported to have proposed in Hawaii last month. Oh yeah, that is definitely. Is that wrong. a typo or? I mean, yeah, shouldn't that be last year? It, it must have been last year. And then, and, well, I don't know. Maybe there were rumors of them being engaged before, and it right. really happened last month. I don't know, but this comes from Reuter, okay. Reuters news. Uh, and this was posted Monday, uh, Monday, February 12, 2007. And this is my favorite part. This is my favorite part because this could be, I'm not kidding, I could say this and it would get put into an article just this way. It would. In fact, remember A when... A source said... <laughs> no doubt. Do you remember when... They want to spend the rest of their lives together. Do you remember... I mean, we could talk about that here and someone could quote that as a source. As a source. That drives me crazy. Leave the people alone. Yeah, they're just they're, they're just they're just hanging out together. Go ahead. But anyway, do you remember when I did my interview with Damon Carlton? That was fun. Yeah. So anyway, uh, but however, a speaking <laughs> speaking of a a, a lost podcaster doing an interview with somebody really close to the production of the show, I'm bringing uh, Big O back into here. Now you guys have heard Big O a couple times tonight in the show. Uh, Orion has actually been a co-host of our show. Uh, gosh, it had to be almost a year ago. Oh, yeah, that was, that was a while ago. Yeah, that was your very first. Uh, you, you were using Skype at the time, and that was your very first uh, interaction with with fans that way. 
Yeah, that was fun. Uh, so Big O's been around for a long time, and he actually has his own <laughs> podcast called The Cranky Fanatic. <laughs> what? That was funny. Okay, it was that, funny. That, that could be a compliment and an insult all in the same sentence. Well, I'm certain he took it as a compliment, as it was meant to be. So, Big O, uh, the, uh, over at CrankyFanatic.com, tell us about your interview. And I will go ahead and tell people, this is not some kind of fake thing like Cliff makes up sometimes. Uh, this is real stuff. Tell us about it, Big O. I am so excited about this. So, so here's the story. Um, as, as a lot of you know, um, Jorge Garcia hangs out at the, the Fuselage Forum, and he uses that as an official way to answer questions to fans and stuff. So I went on to a section and I posted a question saying, hey, I like the interview that you did with Ryan Oswa. Um, are you going to do more of that? And if so, would you like to come on my podcast for an interview? And, you know, million to one shot, right? I totally didn't expect him to go for it. But uh, he replied and said something nice, like, oh, I don't know, I've never really listened to your show, maybe maybe in February when the show comes back on, that kind of thing. And I, I didn't think anything else of it. Well, then just a couple of weeks ago, he emails me out of the blue and said that he had listened to my show and wants to be on for an interview. And so um, the, uh, the next Hurley episode is on the 28th of this month, and he's going to be on my show right after that. So it's tentatively set for March 3rd, but that w- might, might change depending on his uh, work schedule. So to promote this, um, I'm kicking off a contest, and this is where I want to get the word out to as many Lost fans as, as I can. And I've got his permission to, to do this. So I'm really excited. Uh, on my website, crankyfanatic.com, on the right-hand side, there's a link that says questions for Jorge. So you go in there, you fill out the form, and it will send, uh, in, you send me a question that you want me to ask Jorge in the interview. Um, so I'm going to pick 10 or 15 that I like, and out of the ones that I pick, I'll pick a random winner, and the winner will get to come in with me and Jorge in the interview for a few minutes. And um, and I'm really excited about this. And you know, it's mainly because I don't want to um, sound stupid when I'm talking to him. I'm probably going to be asking questions like, "So uh, that one time when you kissed that girl, oh, that was awesome." <laughs> <laughs> So I'm I'm hoping that all the Lost fans out there can uh, can send me some better questions than that. So um, the rules are you can send me as many questions as you want, um, but please just put one um, one question per submission. So if you want to send in three questions, just submit the form three times, and that's it. So go to crankyfanatic.com and send in your questions, and uh, and I'm excited. To, and you know while you're there, you can subscribe to my podcast. But, you know, that's, that's that I tell you, Big O, that is so exciting, and and I congratulate you on that. That that is as a as a lost podcaster. Trust me, I know what an honor uh, it is to to even get a voicemail from from somebody like Jorge Garcia, and uh, it, it's just neat. He and and, and I tell you, he is like the best out of all the cast as far as interacting with the fans of the show, and and anybody listening. I, I, I promise you, anybody listening to this podcast, if you go to thefuselage.com, go to the threaded board, and look for the section where you can talk to the powers that be, the actors of the show, go and dig down all the way into 
Jorge Garcia's section, I guarantee you, you leave him a question, you will get a response within 30 days. Guaranteed, no questions asked, you will get a response from him. It is simply amazing. He's an amazing guy, and uh, we definitely love Jorge Garcia here. So that is pretty much what we have there. Uh, That is, really, we've had a wonderful show today, and uh, I want to thank everyone for participating. Just so you know, last week, out of all the people who uh, were here, we had at least 15 people dialed in by phone, and last week we had over 75 people total streaming the show. Today we've had up to nine people dialed in, and I would say uh, that it looks to me that there's at least been... 40 to 50 people in the chat room here, and there's always double that in the live streamers who actually just stream this from the website without, without actually coming into the chat room. Uh, so the, the live audience is growing, and we love that. We invite you to come join us every Friday night uh, for the next fifth, or 14 weeks now, every Friday night at 9.15 p.m. Eastern Time. All you need to do is go to generallyspeakingpodcast.com and uh, there's a link there that says GSPN Live Shows, and it will explain how you can come in and participate just like everyone else has done here this evening. And so now we're going to go ahead and move on into the very last part of our show, which is our spoiler section. So if you don't like spoilers, uh, actually, we really don't have any major spoilers. It's just the Lost Away Bonnie preview of what's coming up, and it's really not anything major. So if you're if if you're okay with some spoilers, but not like, oh my gosh, this is who's going to die next week, then then you can probably safely hang out for this. So here we go. This isn't what was supposed to happen. What's going to happen? You don't want to know what was supposed to happen. I know. Because you don't know what's going to happen. You know what? You're not going to find out. Don't you want to know? Lost Away Bonnie from Lost.About.com with this week's Lost Preview. The next episode is called Stranger in a Strange Land and will be on this Wednesday at 10 p.m. on ABC. ABC's synopsis reads, A power play ensues between Jack and the others as Juliet's future hangs in the balance. Meanwhile, Kate, Sawyer, and Carl continue their journey away from Alcatraz. I find it interesting that we are getting another Jack flashback so soon. I'm curious to know about his tattoos, but this will be the seventh Jack-centric episode. He's had more than any other character. Although I do admit that this flashback does look intriguing. He's with an Asian woman named Achara, I'm assuming in Thailand, since he told Sawyer that he got his tattoos in Thailand back in episode 13 of season 2, The Long Con. On the island, it looks like Juliet is taken prisoner and kept in the room in the Hydra where Jack had been kept. A new character, Isabel, looks to be in charge. Some past characters whom you should be familiar with, as they will turn up in this episode, are Alex and Carl, and the flight attendant, Cindy, who was believed to be captured by the others just before the Tailies made it to the main beach. You can get more information on Cindy and see a picture at lost.about.com. And get a good look at Jack and the others, as we won't be seeing them for a while. The following week, after this one, we'll learn more about Hurley. For more information, visit lost.about.com. This is Lost Away, Bonnie Koval. Stay lost. 
I tell you, we really appreciate Lost Away Bonnie at lost.about.com. She has she has really been there week after week after all these episodes to give us a preview of what's coming up on Lost. I'm totally excited, and I looked at the chat room as that was playing, and people are like, "Oh, not another Jack! I'm sick of Jack." Uh, and and I totally agree. Who cares yeah, about his tattoo? Well, you know the 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 preview at the end of the episode on Wednesday says that three major mysteries or three major questions will be answered next week. I don't think Jack's tattoos are that big of a mystery. I agree. It, or a question, you know. I I just there are other things that they could answer. Yeah. Matter of fact, let me let me give you the the major questions that are coming up not necessarily all in next week but uh is claire jack's half sister i've been saying that since the beginning you have and i think the answer is yes uh how'd Locke end up in a wheelchair i believe he was driving his suv crossed the median and he actually hit two cars head on wouldn't be mr rutherford and of course sarah and then uh what's the link between the others and dharma um, I, well, I think that they were pretty much uh, working for Dharma, or at least um, Dharma had Dharma had originally started the research facility, and Hanso and Widmore Industries and all those other things came in and, and kind of finished up some of the things that they had started, or Widmore and Hanso had had a lot of things going on. And and the whole Dharma thing is just made up, and it's make believe okay. for social uh, experiments to see how people were doing in what the hatch would be called a Skinner box. Uh, those are kind of my thoughts. What's the deal with Jack's tattoo? Who I cares? could care less. And um, what's so special about Claire's baby? What do you think is so special about Claire's baby? Um, I don't. I don't know yet. I, I haven't given that much thought. Um, they haven't been, they haven't been in the center of the story in quite some time, so I'm not really sure. I really thought I'm really hoping we get a Claire ba- flashback very yeah. soon. So uh, I would like to, and, and I've mentioned it before. I'd like to see uh, our good friend Richard Malkin back again. Right. Uh, maybe even a possibility of putting Claire, Richard Malkin, and Echo. All in a flashback together. That'd be pretty good. That'd be very sweet. And and I definitely want to see that. I want to see Mrs. Hawking again. I liked her. She was good. She was good. So anyway, Stephanie's lost her voice and lost. Get it? I'm lost. All righty. And so uh, we want to thank everybody for joining us this week uh, here in our live podcast. Uh, Again, this will be released in two segments. And thank you very much. God bless you all. And until next week, stay lost. You have been listening to the weekly Lost edition of the Generally Speaking Podcast Network. If you would like to contribute to our weekly podcast, simply click on the PayPal Donate button on our website at www.generallyspeakingpodcast.com. Join us next week for another edition of Generally Speaking. Thanks for listening. We're going to need to watch that again. Uh, TiVo it and watch it frame by frame. You'll pick things up.